Good talk, everyone. We're going to Chazer. Tonight, we're going to do similar to what we did last week. I made a list of all the brachas that we discussed this past week in the shir. We'll go through the list. We'll go through the bracha of each food, the kitzer. So I'll read the list and we'll go through each one. This week was Simon Reish Gimel and part of Reish Dalet. We did strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, bananas, papayas, eggplants, cranberries, the sabra, prickly pear, bran, hydroponics, grape juice from concentrate, and light grape juice. Those are all the different foods, plus probably some more that I left out, but those are the ones that we'll chazer tonight. So here we go. So the first food was strawberries. Strawberries, the bracha is bara priyadama. Why is that the case? So the klal that's brought down in the Gemara is anything which isa the gavza, the gavza sticks around from year to year, that's a bara priyadama. If there's no gavza, then it's bara priyadama. It's machlekes in the Rishonim what the gavza is. And we'll limit it to two shitas right now. The shita of Tesis is that the gavza means the roots. That the roots stick around from year to year. Anything which is classified as a perennial, which means it does not have to be replanted with a new seed every year, that's going to be a tree, and it's going to be bird priates. The sheet of the Ga'inim is that the gavza does not mean the roots. The gavza means the trunk. There's something that stays above the ground that does not die every year. And if the gavza, the trunk, sticks around from year to year, then it's classified as a tree, halachically, and then the bracha on its fruit would be bara priates. So the first nafkamina for that is what the Mishnah calls pajam kiz. Ramayusha says the pajam kiz are strawberries. Strawberries do not need to be replanted. They are a perennial. However, everything above the ground, from what I understand, everything above the ground dies, and it regrows from the ground every year. Therefore, the bracha would be bara priyadama. Besides that, even if there's something small above the ground, which I think there isn't, but let's say even there was, there's a different halacha, which the Mishnah Brewer brings down in Sivkat and Gimel, in Simeon Rej Gimel. He says that uh, trees that are less than three Tvachim tall, very small trees, he says, Yagdish Shechayim, which are blueberries. There used to be some wild blueberry trees that are very low down, less than three Tvachim. The Magnavram holds that Barah Priyayit, but the Minigah Oilam is to make a Barah Priyadama. It's not so Chashiv, it's only three Tvachim high. It's less than three tvachim, no chashivos, therefore it's bara priyadama. Strawberries would be in this category, less than three tvachim high, and therefore the bracha on strawberries is bara priyadama. The next food we had was raspberries. Raspberries is sort of an anomaly. The way it grows is that you have canes, it's a bush, and canes come out of the ground, and each cane, the first year does not produce fruit, which is actually a characteristic of a, of a tree. Trees don't produce fruit the first year. Then the second year it produces, and it lasts like another one or two years altogether that it actually produces fruit. Then that cane dies, and there are always new canes growing every year, new like, I guess, poles growing up out of the ground every year, and each one takes a year till it produces, produces one or two years, and then it dies. Because that's the Matthias, the Neostaiti, the Brach on raspberries is Bara Adama, because since the, even though it's a perennial, does not need to be replanted. New canes are constantly growing, but each cane la- lasts less than three years. The Chazanish writes, anything which does not last more than three years is not going to be a treat because Arla applies to trees, and Arla says you can't eat the fruit for the first three years. How could it be that you have a tree which cannot eat the fruit? And therefore, anything which does not last three years, the Chazanish holds, would be a Bara And therefore, the bracha on the raspberries 
would be la niyastaiti bara priyadama. There is machlekes about it, but that's what I think uh, one should make a bracha. There are a shayla, a big shayla, bugs with regards to the raspberries, so one should always uh, be careful with that. Blueberries, blueberries are more like a regular tree. The reason why the Mr. Brewer says Yagadish Shekharim are the Minigiz Bar Piyadama because he's referring to the ones that were very low. Where Moshe wrote that in where he lived, there are tall ones, and tall ones in the Hanami would be Bar Priyates. All the blueberries that we buy in the stores these days are from the tall ones, and they are Bar Priyates, and that's the Bracha. The blueberries are, are also sometimes bug problems with the blueberries, not as much as the raspberries, but one should keep that in mind. Bananas is the first shalacha in the mechaberets of Gimel. Al-Muzish Adama. Bananas are Barapri Adama. The banana, even though we call it a banana tree, it's not really a tree. What happens is that the, the roots send up a new leaf every year and the leaf grows very tall. The inside of the banana tree is hollow and um, there are new leaves that grow up on the inside and they produce one fruit. The actual banana tree is classified as an herb in the, botan- in the botanical literature and the banana is a large berry. It grows, it produces fruits one time, it dies, but the trunk gets thicker and thicker because the leaves sort of like cake on, like an onion, layers and layers of leaves, and each year it grows taller, it can, it can grow quite tall, but it's a bird priyadama. The papaya, the papaya is a real shyla because the papaya looks like a tree, it's really tall. However, the inside of the papaya tree is hollow. Also, a papaya tree does not last so many years, it won't last three years. And therefore, the Rab Pa'alam writes, and he's quoting a Radvaz Benagay of the eggplant, which is a similar Shaila, and both of them he says are Bara Priyadama. First of all, it's hollow. Second of all, it uh, doesn't last three years. Because it doesn't last three years and it's a hollow trunk, those are characteristics of uh, vegetable. Therefore, the bracha would be Bara Priyadama. The Chazin Ish does explain that how do we have the right to make some of these new categories and new characteristics of, of trees and, and, and vegetables. And he says that at the end of the day, something which is clearly a tree is a tree. It's clearly a vegetable, it's a vegetable. The characteristics in the Simonim are only for things that we actually have a suffix on. So whenever, whenever we're going to try to figure out, is it a tree or is it a vegetable, we take everything into account and all the characteristics that a tree has, and we try to figure out, is it a tree or is it a vegetable, and therefore, let's say a hollow trunk, that's a characteristic of a vegetable, not a tree. And therefore, the eggplant and the, the papaya are going to be bird priyadama. There is a tshuva for Ravazner where he says for Arla to be chayshish that the papaya does have an Arla issue. Um, that is his opinion. Of course, <clears throat> that would be Nagea for Eretz Yisrael much more than it would be Nagea over here in America. Although even over here in America, it would be Nagea to some extent, but that's really a, a shmuz in Hilchus Arla. Fine. Then there's the cranberry. What's the bracha on cranberries? Cranberries are actually, they're brought down in the Mishnah Brura as things that you can't eat. They would just suck them. There's the Rivenis. They're in Sifkata at the end of, sort of toward the end of Sifkata and Gimel, and Simna Reish Gimel. It says over there, Mine Yagdish Vizarivenis. Shemaitzin Mehen Hamashkem. We suck out the juice. Vizarkan at Klipa. And then we throw out the shell. Since you're only sucking it, you make a, bur, uh, make a shahakal. So Machlaikis will make a shahakal. The reason why they would only suck it is because a cranberry is naturally. Um, very tart and not so edible. The way they make the craisins, which are the, gr- the dried cranberries, which we eat, very sweet by adding tons of sugar or high fructose uh, corn syrup to make it really, really um, sweet. But the mice, so we have these craisins. What's the bracha? The metzius of the cranberries is it's like a vine and it grows like a tree. It's just very, very low. It's less than three tvachim. Because it's less than three tvachim, therefore the minute would be to make a bracha of bari adama like the Mishaburah brings down, and Ramosha seems to concur with that. Anything which is vade less than three tvachim 
would be a bur priyadama, therefore the bracha on craisins would be a bur priyadama. The next shiloh we discussed was the sabra. The sabra plant is really like a cactus. It's uh, indigenous to Mexico and to the southwest United States. People call the Israeli sabras because the sabra is a cactus. It's prickly on the outside and soft and juicy on the inside. But really, it's not indigenous to Eretz Israel. It's really from this side of the world. Um, all the Arabs um, have used it for centuries actually as fences because they're very prickly and they grow very big. You make them as a fence. And it's very, it keeps the cattle in, contained in one area. Also the fruit, these uh, sabra fruit, they're called tzabar in Hebrew. Tzabar. And the sabra fruit is uh, the prickly pear, was the animals could eat it. And there was also some, uh, the water content was very high, so it was very healthy for them. So the, the sabra is essentially a tree. There is one small anomaly about it, that it has the, the leaves harden, sort of like the palm tree, the leaves harden and become the trunk. Um, the sabra, though, gets wider and wider. It's not like a palm tree where it's narrow. But Afal Pekane, it's essentially a tree that produces fruit every year. The only real Shiloh was because since they used to plant it as a fence, things that are not cultivated for their fruit are like uh, Peres Srak and Siv, siv Dalin and Siv Hay. Peres Shemetzi and Yelone Srak Shahakal. Yelone Srak means barren trees. People mistakenly think barren trees means it does not produce fruit. It can produce fruit, but it's not cultivated for its fruit. That's what Yelone Srak are. So this at least would not be a bar priyatu, it would be a hadam or maybe even a shahakal, depending on the, the intricacies of Ilani Srak, but if you plant it as a fence. However, nowadays we don't really do that anymore. We have other ways to make fences, and therefore the prickly pier from the sabra would be a bar priyats. The next shadow we had was what's the bracha on bran? They were in similar Raj Dal already. Raj Dala, we say bran over there is a shahakal. And therefore, if someone has a cereal like all bran, I'll just explain the bran is every wheat kernel, every stalk has the, the stalk itself. And when you cut it off, so the part attached to the ground is called kash. The part of the stalk that's attached to the, the head of the wheat is called the tevin. And then you have the kernel itself, which has husk around it. The husk is garbage, it comes off. Then the whole wheat kernel has three parts to it. There's the germ, which is the inside, which I said in this year during the week is like 8.5% of the kernel. I actually think it's less than that, more like 2.5%. And then there's the endosperm, which is most of the white flour that we have. And then the outside of the kernel is the bran that surrounds it. And that's like 14.5% of the wheat. In the olden days, the bran was called Michael Anim. It's for the poor people. They couldn't afford to throw out 14.5% of the wheat. So they ate it. They were the poor people, but the rich people... They didn't eat the bran. The bran was animal food. Um, nowadays, uh, due to food science, people think that bran is healthier. Whole wheat, there's a lot of fiber. It's for the di- digestive system. Whatever it is, people do eat it. And a kapana, but bran by itself, still the bracha would be a, sh- <coughs> be a shahakal. And therefore, a cereal like all bran, which is only bran, would be a shahakal. Most bran products, though, do have wheat flour in them also. For example, raisin bran, if you look at the ingredients in the raisin bran cereal box, the first ingredient is whole grain wheat, and then goes, I think, the raisins, and then goes the bran, and then goes sugar, and then goes even whole wheat flour. So there's flour in there, and there's whole wheat grains, whole wheat, whole wheat grain. Therefore, the bracha would be barmanimazainis, and a lot of the different bran cereals, unless it's specifically only made out of bran, check the ingredients. Hydroponics. Hydroponics is vertical farming. They basically, they figured out, Science has figured out that the soil is just like a housing for the seed. 
all the DNA to grow the plant is in the seed. The soil just gives fuel and housing for the seed. So we can take the nutrients that the soil gives the seed and supply it artificially or in a different way. We don't need the soil anymore. If we don't need the soil, no longer do we have to get our feet dirty in the soil. We can make these um, labs where we grow fruits in skyscrapers, in cities. Um, we'll control the light, control the temperature. That is the new idea of hydroponics. You can buy them in the store. There's a company. I still did not check up if it's Browery or Bowery. I've had it before. They sell it in a lot of the kosher grocery stores. Um, one of the benefits for the kosher consumer is that there are no bugs. Uh, that's the kosher consumer benefit. Aquaponum, they basically, the hydroponics grows in water and they spray it with, uh, or they give it the nutrients. Aeroponics grows in foam and they have a, a liquid mist that they put over it. What's the bracha? Is the bracha barapri adama or shahaka? Let's say you have lettuce. Hydroponically grown lettuce. Is it shahaka or adama? And most people don't even know there's a shayla about this. And they see the lettuce in the store. They buy it. They don't even know that many places, specifically here in America, say to make a shahaka. So the shayla really starts in Mechaya Adam. Mechaya Adam says that if you have an otzitz, she'enei nakov. Which means you have a flower pot. I want to grow tomatoes in the flower pot in my house. What's the bracha on those tomatoes? The Chaya Adam says, he brings a riot from the Yushalmi, that if you have wheat that grows in the flower pot, the wheat, and you make bread with it, it's not going to be a maitzi. It's going to be a, a shahakal. Not a hamaitzi. What's the reason for that? He says he's a riot, a riot from the Yushalmi. You can't say a maitzi lechem in the aretz if it didn't grow in the ground. The pot is not part of the ground. It's separate from the ground. You can't make an a maitzi lechem in aretz. What about Bari Priyadama on tomatoes? The Chayadam has a riot from the Gemara and Chulin. It discusses in the Dafkuflam Ates when you have Shiluch Khan when the bird nest is on the head, do we call the person Adama? Is the person in the ground? Ayin Shami has a riot that also you would make a Shahakal on anything that grows in a flower pot. Now, according to the Chayi Adam, Kolshakane hydroponics and Kolshakane, Kolshakane, a Kavachemer, Ben Menezer Kavachemer, the aeroponics would be a Shahakal. The Avni Nezer and many others argue, the Chazin Ish also argued on the Chaya Adam, and they said that even though you can't make an Amaiti Lechamina Aretz, like the Yushami says, on wheat that grows in the flower pot, that's because Aretz refers to the ground when it's still attached to the ground. The Aretz is all the ground that we walk on. But Adama, it refers to the soil, and even when it's detached from the ground, it's still the soil, it's still the Adama, and you can make a Burapri Adama on tomatoes that grow in an Atzit She'enenakum. And that is pastures, I would think, the halacha, many places can pass them like that. So to feed them, that even if you have it not in the ground, it's, it'd be Burapri Adama, what about the hydroponics? So there's a clear distinction one can make. Hydroponics, there is no Adama, there's no soil at all. So some say, that if the water is attached to a source in the ground, then you can call it Baripriya Adama. However, if it's, no, if it's not attached to a source in the ground, what would the bracha be? So there are many Paiskim, specifically here in America. I know that Rabbi Ruben Feinstein holds that way, and Rabbi Forsheimer here in Lakewood holds that way. And I'm pretty sure I refer from Chicago, Rabbi Heber from Baltimore, Rabbi Bodner and his safer, they all write Shahakal. The bracha on hydroponics is Shahakal the Ebedvarit. There are those from Eretz Yisrael, I think Rabbi Vosner and the Tshuva, and maybe even Rabbi Shashtermach and the Tshuva, they say the hydroponics are Bara Priyadama. It doesn't mean Bara Priyadama that this pre came from the Adama, but the DNA, the seed, this, the, 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 the father of this pre or the mother, the original source of the pre is the Adama. So it's min and it's zun. This species is a pre Adama and therefore the brach will be bar pre Adama. So my chlegis, there are opinions on both sides. I don't have any particular messiah which way to go. I do see that a lot of the American placekim are leaning toward the shahakal side. And it's not only the gear for the bracha, it's also the gear for Leila Seder, what you can use for mar, 
what you can use for matzah. If you would have uh, matzah made majaponics, is it is it called is it called um. Um, Gidule Karka or not? It's Nagea for Hilcha Shabbos also. It's a lot of different shiles are Nagea. So if you go to the store and buy lettuce from this barry or brary and it's hydroponically grown, keep in mind it's a shila on the bracha. Some people will make two brachas, one ha'adama on something else and a shahakal on something else. Others have a psak they follow. Just keep in mind it is a shila. The next thing we discussed was grape juice from concentrate. And part of the reason why we discussed it was because even the light grape juice, which is a shila of the chlal is it going to be a bar pira gafim inside the water added? Also, there is grape juice concentrate in there. It's grape juice, grape juice concentrate, and then water are the ingredients in this light grape juice from Kedem. So the halacha said in Timon Reish Dal Siv Hey, the Ramah said in the olden days you can have by real wine um, up to one six or echad mishisha b'mayim. The wine can be one mishisha, one of six in the water, and it would still be a bar pira gafim. Uh, that's how much you can dilute it. More than that, if you dilute it more than a sixth, then it will no longer be a Baripiragafim. Like I said in this year, I'm not sure still if it's one sixth or one to six, which would be one seventh. I'm just calling it one sixth for now. And nowadays, the Mechaber speaks out and the Mishabura speaks out. It depends what's normal, what's normal to dilute the wines. If it's normal to dilute the wine up to a sixth in the Hanami. But if people don't dilute it that much, then you have to go with what's normal in the place that you are. So the place game, they sort of uh, discuss, you know, how much is it normal to dilute our wines? And the Primogadim says up to Raiv, the Chazanish says up to a third. Up to a third, Arab wines are not so strong anymore. The Yeraba speaks out. Up to a third, you can dilute the wine. And that's how he paskins. With grape juice, there are those that, the, um, before we get to, that's the halacha. Um, fine. Now let's discuss the concentrate. So concentrate, Rosh uh, has a tshuva about it in Mincha Shlema, where he says that even though the bracha will be bar priyagafen, you cannot use it for Kiddush. And the reason why he says is because since it becomes not edible, and at that point where it's not edible, they basically they um, evaporate the water, 80% of the water, there's only 20% left. And at that point when it's not edible, who says that when you put the water back in, that that water is going to get a din of yayin? And which means that when you have actual, when you dilute wine, so all the water in there becomes wine. But when you have it down to concentrate where it's not considered edible at all, and now you're going to add wine, who says, Meichatesi, he said, it will get back the din of wine, Benegea Kiddush, Hagan for the Bracha, will be Meikol, for Kiddush, he doesn't want to be Meikol. That's his Psak in the Tshuva. Rebelski has a Tshuva written in, printed in Maria, in the, the 12th Chedek uh, Yudbeiz, uh, one of the pages there, I forgot the page, I had it there by the Shir, I don't know if I still have the paper printed. And he writes the Minig here in America, and that is the opinion of Ramesha Feinstein. And no one argued, no one ever was a Faktik at all, was on concentrate, we consider regular grape juice and regular wine. It was not a Shiloh. And now recently he says, Rosh Hashanah put out a tshuva about it, it's a new thing, and it brings a riot from Tesis and Shabbos, not like that. Rabbi Gedalia Felder and Yisaidi Yeshurun from Toronto, um, he writes also, he brings a different riot from a Gemara and Sukkah, that even something which became unedible, if you put water back in to make it edible, it's still going to be a very priyagafen, um, and it still would be able to be used for Kiddush according to them. And that's how we pass on here in America, and Rebelski ends up the tshuva, there's not even a suffix, kol shuhu, that one could be seimich on anything from concentrate, um, uh, even grape juice, mishokzar, mishokzar means from concentrate, to use it for kiddush, and it's a bar priyagafen, and he says that even Rosh Hashanah would be masking to our grape juice, that he, you could use it for kiddush. Because he says one of the main points of Rosh Hashanah's tshuva is that when you reconstitute the grape juice, or the wine, it's not going to taste the same as it tasted before. It's a little bit garua. Rebelski says, maybe a kind of sore can taste the difference in our grape juice and wines, but a regular person cannot taste the difference on the concentrate or non-concentrate, and therefore the bracha, even according to the Shema Zalman, would be a bar priyagafen, and it would be good for Kiddush. 
And Rosh Hashanah also holds this bar priya but it'll be good for Kiddush. And based on that, it's interesting, I saw this random snapple fact, I saw in a different Sefer, there was someone that wanted to be Mephakthik on Rosh Hashanah and he said that the Metzius these days is that they add into the grape juice uh, potassium metabisulfite, which is a preservative, a um, very small amount. And um, it just preserves so that it won't spoil. Many of the companies in the warehouse, or whatever you call the place where they make the grape juice, I don't know if warehouse is the correct English term, um, in the vat where the grape juice sits, they add a lot of this um, potassium metabisulfite to a level which is not edible. You cannot eat it. They add tons of it there to preserve the grape juice. And before they bottle it, they remove some of that metabi- the potassium metabisulfite, and now it's edible again. So Zuck, this person that wrote the Sefer, according to the Shem Zalman, this is a problem. Every one of our grape juice now can't be used for Kiddush, because it was not edible at one point, and now it's edible. Who says it got back within for Kiddush? Aniyas Taiti, I would think to argue, because the Shem Zalman's home, the Kuda comes from the fact that it's not as good now. The grape juice from concentrate, or the wine, whatever would be from concentrate, which Shem Zalman holds, it's not as good. If it's not as good, then that's where he has his problem using it for Kiddush. But I, I would think that when they remove the, the, this preservative, it still tastes the same like it was before. Um, that's what I would guess. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but that's what I would guess. And either way, the minute here in America is to make a Barapriya Guffin and use for Kiddush, even concentrate, grape juice from concentrate. And we'll end with light grape juice, light grape juice over there. Even though it says less than half the calories, it does not mean that there's more than rave water. If there'd be more than rave water, it wouldn't be good. Really, it's a grape that's picked at a younger stage, and an earlier stage that has less sugar content. And because there's less sugar content, there's less sugar, and therefore it has only 33% water, which is the, the sheer of the chazanish for wine, 33%. But it's less than half the calories because it's a, small, it's a grape that it has less sugar content, and that's why it's less than half the calories. Um, there is a Shlomazalman and a Vayashiv who held you cannot add any water to grape juice. Our grape juice is so weak in its flavor, it's not really wine, that to add any water can ruin it. Maybe a little bit, a few drops you can add, but that's it. And to feed them in the Hanami, it would not be a Bar Um But for many, our Saimich, not like that, and they say you could add water to grape juice. And for sure, for someone who has diabetes or can't drink the, the sugar for different reasons, they for sure could be Saimich on that. But the minute here in America, by many, is to rely and drink the light grape juice for a Bar and for Kiddush and Dalakaisis. So let's quickly chazer. I'll run down the list with the brachas we said, and we'll end with that. Strawberries, Barapriya Dhamma. Raspberries, Barapriya Dhamma. Blueberries, we said Barapriya the regular trees. Unless you have wild blueberries, if you find them, less than three tvachim. But everything you find in the store is more than three tvachim, so it's Barapriya Bananas is not really a tree, Barapriya Dhamma. Papaya and eggplant, big shaila. The maiza, what seems to me is Barapriya the hollow trunk, doesn't last three years. Um, Rav Paolim and others. Craisins, it's less than three tvachim. Sabra, it's a regular tree. It's, we no longer plant it for fences. It's a regular cactus tree. It has a good fruit. Even though the leaves harden and become part of the trunk, that does not take away or detract from its tree status. Bran is shahakal. Most brand products have wheat added. It would be a regular bourbon or hamaitzi. Um, except for all brand cereal, I think is only from bran. That would be a shahakal. Hydroponics. Big machlek is what brachal to make in hydroponics. Do we say it is a pre-ha'adama or it didn't grow in the adama and therefore would be a shahakal? Many of the American places can say shahakal. There's some Israeli places can say uh, um, um, you got to ask a shayla, not so pasha. Grape juice from concentrate. The minute here in America is to consider regular full-fledged grape juice. Um, believe pickbook here in America. There are if some zaman was not happy for Kiddush, for Barapir Agafen, he was masking him, that it would be a Barapir Agafen. Light grape juice, the Shiloh would be, there is 33% water added. Can you add water to grape juice? Um, 
Many hold yes, obviously, that's why many use it. Um, there are those, which are Mazalman, and Rabbi Yashiv held you can't. Um, so if someone wants to be Machmer, I guess there would be a Machim, but many people are lenient with definitely Yeshlam Amilismaich. And we'll stop over here. Everyone should have a wonderful good week. We'll go back to tomorrow. Mitzvah Hashem.